good to have you back. Thank you for hanging out with us this morning and for letting us be in your home as well. We are here with Real Presence Live for our final segment. This is Roxanne Solonen, your host with co-host Father Kyle Metzger. And we have on the line another Kyle, but Deacon Kyle Eller. How are you doing, Deacon? I'm doing very well, thank you. Wonderful. And you join us from the Diocese of Duluth. And uh, basically, we want to just chat with you. This should be a nice, lighthearted uh, discussion about about God in the world and um, how he provides for us. And yet the world says that we need more, that we need more than God. So um, anyway, we're, we're thankful that you're here with us today. And we want to just kind of ask you your perspective about God in the midst of our culture. Now, God gives us many good gifts, and yet the world demands our attention by different kinds of media. How do we how do we sort through that, Deacon, uh, to know the difference between what is of God and what is of the world? That's an important question, obviously, and the, the, uh, the media and the culture gets so loud, I think, these days because it penetrates so deeply into our daily lives with social media and with the way that it impacts our families and the omnipresence of cell phones and devices like that that bring it into us all the time. And I guess my advice is, it's kind of old advice from the uh, sort of apologetics world, and it's not unique to me, but there's this metaphor of where um, people who are training to spot counterfeit bills, right? They, they don't look at counterfeit bills. When they're working at a bank, they train by looking at the real thing, and they get to know the real thing so well that they can then automatically spot when something's wrong, when something comes in. So it's actually the focus on what's true and authentic and good is what helps us to discern that. So I guess my counsel with that would be that, first of all, developing your prayer life so that you hear the voice of the Good Shepherd in your life on a regular basis every day. And then second of all, to immerse yourself in the truth of our faith, immerse yourself in the teachings of, of God through His Church on the dignity of the human person, on our eternal destiny, on what we're called to, on the moral life. When we do that, then I think it's easier for us to discern what's what's good and what's bad in, in those things that come. And I, I, I think that's very beautifully put, Deacon, because pointing out that um, in the culture, there can be very good things. It's easy mm-hmm. to kind of be critical of the culture, and there are certain things that are there to criticize uh, uh, validly, but that there are very good, true, and beautiful things in the culture. So to be able to have that kind of discernment to know what what do I need to, to take on and what do I need to leave behind. Right, I agree. That's, uh, that's a very important point. And I think in the in the history of the Catholic intellectual tradition and the arts and those kinds of things, you, you've seen that happen, where the Church sees what is good and purifies it in a certain sense, and adopts it, takes it on, brings the Holy Spirit to it, brings all the graces of God to it, and takes it to a, a supernatural level, you know, the grace-building-on-nature idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so when we're growing up, we look to famous people as role models. I'm just wondering, who were your role models, and how did they influence your life? You know, I'm not sure I thought of it in terms of, of role models. Maybe I'm unusual in that respect. But, I mean, certainly there's people that we that we look up to, people who, you know, like, uh, there were certain athletes like Michael Jordan that I thought well of. There were musicians. There were intellectual heroes and people who would um, stand for the truth when it cost them something, people who would stand for a good cause and stand for what was, was just, I think, were the people that I looked up to most. So, so kind of the heroes of, of the world. Um, yeah. yeah. And then, and then as you grew older, your role models changed. So um, how did you find God working in your life to change yeah, I, them? 
I think there's, I'm a convert to the faith, and so I think during that process especially, there was a purification of that, where again, you sort of recognize what's good in people, but then you come to a clearer understanding of what's authentically good, what's authentically true and good and beautiful for the whole world. And so the more you do that, I think the more you come to find who you can really look up to and find examples in the saints. Um, I was, particularly during my conversion, I was drawn to St. Maximilian Kolbe, great martyr and witness to, witness to the truth of the faith, um, who went to the concentration camp for it. Um, others like Blessed Miguel Pro or St. Thomas More would be people like that. But then people as well who just lived the faith authentically or taught it well and taught it beautifully. People like um, St. Francis de Sales, as an example, someone who was able to proclaim the faith in a very winsome way in the midst of a culture that was rejecting it in certain respects. Um, So... All right. Well, I want to thank everyone again for tuning in to Real Presence Live. Uh, I am Roxanne Zalm, the host. We have Father Kotsker as our co-host, and we're talking with Deacon Kyle Eller from the uh, Diocese of Duluth. Do you have any questions for Deacon? I do, Deacon. You you mentioned, you know, being able to discern, you know, in the culture, what, what are things, you know, to good, to keep, to retain, and then what things that, you know, we need to move on from. Do you have any kind of tips or ideas for people kind of in that pursuit of how, how do you recognize more clearly what, uh, uh, what, what to discern? Um, I think especially being rooted in the teachings of the faith. You know, I, I think the, one of the areas that gets attacked often is the dignity of the human person. And so we have to recognize authentically who every person is, created by God, loved by God, willed by God from all eternity, with an, an inherent dignity that we have to respect. And when we see things in the culture that don't respect that, then we have to, to recognize that. Or, as well, attacks on the family. We're made as social creatures, right? We're made to be in community, we're made to be in communion, we're made to be in families. And so what are attacks on that? And what's authentically representing what a family is and what it's supposed to be? Um, and then go on down the list, you know, I mean everything from religious liberty and the rights of conscience to um, the te- social teachings of the Church to the rights of immigrants to all those kinds of things, where we have to listen to the mind of Christ and try and think with the mind of Christ, put on the mind of Christ, as I think St. Paul says, to really take that into ourselves through our prayer and through our study of our faith, to really imbibe those things more deeply. You know, it's we're, we're to live in the world but not be of it, and that can be hard, even with some of the issues you mentioned. It's not always clear-cut. Another question I have is, uh, we're supposed to be in the world. Is there any area or what realm that we shouldn't dip our toes into? Because there is, you know, that spiritual warfare going on. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that people have to discern carefully. You know, there there is... Even at the Second Vatican Council, you know, there was this teaching that there are certain kinds of media, for instance, that we should avoid. You know, if there are things that are attacks on our faith, if there are things that that run just directly contrary to what we believe and are liable to lead people astray, then that's not something that we should support. You know, and again, it it comes with that discernment process. It's not always so clear-cut. You know, not everything that we encounter, as Father said very, very rightly, not everything that we encounter is going to be necessarily explicitly Catholic or explicitly Christian. And there are many things that are good in those things, but we have to be discerning when there's a direct hostility, then we have to ask ourselves, you know, should I go along with that? Should I participate in that? Should I, should I take that into my heart? I always think of these, you know, words from St. 
uh, from St. Paul when he wrote to the Philippians, said, you know, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, and if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So I think that's great practical advice to fill ourselves. There's so many good things in the world that maybe we don't have time for some of those bad things and don't necessarily need to make a place for them in our lives. Beautiful. Yeah. Anything, Father? No, I, I agree. I was thinking of I was thinking of that very passage. I think it captures kind of your your sentiment, your perspective, uh, uh, very very well. Whatever is true, whatever is just, whatever is honorable, think of those things. And I think we have to go into that, go into the world, and then come back into our bubble, get renewed again, yeah. go to adoration, and then go back out. It's a give and take. So, yeah. well, thank you so much, Deacon. We appreciate You're you so being welcome. with us today. All right. All right. God bless Bye-bye. you.